Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And we we were not fulfilled with this week's movie. I mean, not in the way like necessarily necessarily that I wanted to be. I mean, yeah. there was frosty beverage, you know, there was buttery popcorn. We wanted to love it. I mean, I I think maybe this is like my fault, or maybe it's the fault of the first one for setting the bar so ridiculously high. Like, by the way, this is for Jurassic, Jurassic World, World Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. I, I think it kind of has that Jaws syndrome. Yes. Um, which, ironically enough, the first directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Um, if you can tell me. Like anything superior about any of the Jaws follow-ups, like I would, I would love to entertain those thoughts because I, I and can't. it makes me say there were Jaws follow-ups. You, you got Jaws, but, Jaws two. But wasn't there a Michael Caine in one of them? Michael Caine is in Jaws: The Revenge. Oh, I see. Um, I forgot exactly what the quote was. Uh, basically, he goes. I think when when asked about that film, and he goes, "Oh, it's it's bloody rubbish." He goes, "The film is terrible." He goes, "The house it bought me is not." And I'm just like, "All right, all right, Michael Caine, I got you there." Yeah, I wish I would get one of those roles. Yeah, um, you want to uh, you want to roll in a Jaws sequel? I want a role that buys me a really awesome house. Okay, fair enough. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. Because you and I are just waiting for Adam Sandler to call us, but. I mean, really, whomever. Like, I ain't getting picky. We're available for Tarantino as well. Uh, anyway, so here's what I liked about it. I like Chris dinosaurs? Pratt. Dinosaurs? Okay. And I like dinosaurs. <laughs> and I like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. I, I like it. I like seeing blue. I do want to call shenanigans on heavily promoting Jeff Goldblum. In the lead up to this, he's in the the Facebook like updates with it. Um, I believe like he's pictured in some of like the Twitter um, feed. Like, you think he works more than him. one day? The on the promotion, yes, yes. Um, I can't on imagine set? like I don't even think they had him change suits mm -mm. for the 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 scenes that he appears in. Like, and I am a tremendous Jeff Goldblum fan. I love him. Love the way the man talks. Like, I, I love the way the man dresses. Love the way, I love everything about Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. If, if there was a religion based around Jeff Goldblum, Goldblumism, like I, I would, I would be a cardinal or something within that. Yeah, that religious. All about it. Goldblumism. Uh, he's he's in there for what has to amount to eight minutes. Okay, like, I'll go with that. And I think I'm being generous, like with that. And I'm thinking, uh, just from what I know of the making of film, he did his speech with two cameras, so he ran through it, let's say, twice. Let's say four times just to I get another I don't take. even think he was on the set a day. Like, yeah, if I, that. They were like, Jeff, can you come in after lunch? Uh, we've got a little bit. Chris has got to go get some lunch. You don't even have to memorize it. Uh, and the dinosaurs aren't real, so we don't have to give them lunch. Dinosaurs. And he was like, he was like, okay, like, and cut that puppy out in forty minutes. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't expect to see him like running around and like, you know, doing dinosaur things. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be the Lost World. Like, this was going to be Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard's movie. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I really. Like you don't tempt me with Jeff Goldblum, they did, and and then just give me like a little like slip of parsley of Goldblum on my plate. 
And when did B.D. Wong start to morph into George Takei's delivery? He's it, he's like George Takei if he was the villain in a James <laughs> Bond movie. Yes, yes. Like, I, and he's in the first one, like, did not call that. Like, I'm pretty good about calling what's about to happen in a movie. Like, my girlfriend hates sitting beside me in movies sometimes because I'll lean in and I'll be like, yeah, it's them. By the end of the movie, this, this, and this is going to happen, and it's going to reveal that it was her brother. And she's like, why do you do that? And I go, this is the first time I've seen it. I don't know that's going to happen. She exactly. goes, "She goes, when are you wrong? And I was like, oh, <laughs> guilty as charged. So my children, because they watch CinemaSins so much, <laughs> so much, Anna Grace was having you've ra- a you've, fit. You've raised them right. <laughs> I love just... that that sentence just started like that. <laughs> She was ripping the movie from the beginning, and she was so psyched to see it. And I I didn't read any of the reviews. I saw one headline. I purposely did not read yeah. the reviews because I knew that Jurassic World was not adored by critics. But and I loved it. Uh, and I was just sitting there going, you know what? Like, you need to just check your head at the door, Adam. Like, quit overanalyzing. Like, I... I understand, like, people have told me what it's like to watch a movie with me. Like, and I understand what you said it was Anna Grace. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, like, what it is because I will, ju- I'm like, but that doesn't, in Star Trek Beyond, at one point they go, the main deflector dish has been destroyed. And then I hear Captain Kirk go, like, tell them to engage into warp. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. If the main deflector dish is destroyed, any kind of space debris that you hit while moving at the speed. And and then I just shut it off because, like, I wanted to complain to everyone in the theater. But they but, don't seem to but care. But they were going to tell me to shut up. <laughs> um, Idiots. So I didn't. Yeah. Oh, man. She was her biggest problem uh, was the fact the size of the dinosaurs. Because in some shots, they appeared to be the size of, uh, let's say, Rockefeller Center. And then in the next shot, they seem they to be They can like, be contained yeah, in these, yeah. not, not small cages. Says, when is a T-Rex in a teeny tiny cage? Well, in the, the first one, like, you could, he was standing on top of cars. Like, he was pushing over, mm-hmm. like, like un- unelectrified fence. Like, yeah. And I, it was a nice surprise to have... Buffalo Bill slash Captain Stottlemyre be in it, but <laughs> man, <laughs> if he, if he had just said it, it puts on the lotion. Wow, <laughs> just what a rem- I'm not going to ruin anything that he does in the movie, but he makes one of the stupidest. Yes, just rid- like stupid, like a teenager in Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, stupid. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I, I just, I want to watch one horror movie or somewhere that think people get chased, that everybody makes the correct decisions. They're all, like, actively trying mm-hmm. to stay alive, but somehow they all die. So I'm not just sitting there going, you moron, you deserve that. Yep. Um, it was- again, I, I won't tell you what he did. You'll know when you see it. But, oh my goodness. And, like, and Jenna called stupidest it. Stupidest Marlboro it. man ever. Yeah, yeah. Again, because you don't know the scene, she's going to be faking it. I'm like, I love that you already thought that. But it's yeah, a, like they have they they. Um, I, I again, I, I'm I'm doing my best not to ruin that scene. But I don't it really just... think there's a lot to ruin in the movie. Here's here's the, oh by the way, here's the story of uh, Fallen Kingdom. They xeroxed the Lost World, uh-huh. and added um, an auction scene at the end, and. 
and added a little girl who is forced to speak with a British accent. I well, here's the deal. I think everyone should be forced okay. to speak with a Br- British accent. I don't know if that's a movement or if anybody else supports that, mm-hmm. but I do. Yeah. I um I prefer British accents. Apparently, getting into a dumbwaiter protects you from all manner of dinosaurs, but elevators do not. I I will grant uh that. But I think that was actually an homage to the original Jurassic Park when Lexi is trying to pull. There was a lot of shots in this that I think were trying to nod to the the original superior good Jurassic. The reason why we all go see these Mm -hmm. the films with the word Jurassic in the title. Mm -hmm. Now, what what I felt this missed a lot. It felt choppy, and I didn't get a lot of clever stuff that even if it had been what it was. I thought there'd be more just cleverness. Now, I did like the inclusion of Zephram Cochran. Or, yes. Or James Cromwell, yeah, yeah. as he is known. Yeah, um, whatever. That'll that'll do, pig. That whom, guy. Whom I have actually gotten to meet before. Like, <gasps> shook his... Yes. Oh my goodness. So now, not only have I touched Star Trek, I have also touched the Green Mile and now Jurassic Park. Wow. That is awesome. Um, I liked his inclusion. I liked the the backstory that they were threading through there mm-hmm. with him and uh, uh, John Hammond kind of being like estranged, but they were kind of the, they were the fathers mm-hmm. of Jurassic Park. Like I, I I hate that that relationship can't be expanded on more with John for obvious reasons. However, you can live in this huge castle in California, I guess, and have most of it blow up, and yet the front part be totally untouched by any damage or fire. Well, I'm, I'm. It, maybe it's flame retardant brick, or I don't know. Uh, Victorian witchcraft. I don't know. Elven magic. Okay. It, it's elven magic. And I'm not going to say this is a spoiler. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. So you elven magic. You can you can accept that it doesn't burn down, but resurrecting. An animal that's been dead for 65 million years? I, I got no problem with like that. You're straight with that. My suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Boom. Oh, wait. Why didn't that burn? Yeah. Why didn't that burn? And I, I liked it that they had Get the Spielberg cane. on a phone. Yeah. What's up with that? They had the cane, the original cane. Yeah. That, that's what I'm that saying. Was there was nice. a lot of... Yeah. But, uh... Maybe you should quit reminding me of a much better... Film, and that's what a lot of those homages were doing mm-hmm. to me. I was just going, "Oh, there's John's at like the top of his cane from." Oh man, that the original was really good. Mm, that's yeah. what it just. I I kept feeling like I had. I was like, "Ooh, Raptors are smart." We knew that. Yeah, we knew that. And so you know, this is. Is it because I've seen too many of these when they start saying, "And this dinosaur does this, this, and this"? It's like. Okay, so now it's you're giving do this, me this, you're this. giving me exposition. Like yeah. there is no waste. Like th- there's a lot of fat on this movie. I'm not like could have trimmed this puppy down. There's not a whole lot of lean meat no. on it. But when they talk about stuff like that, like you don't have Jeff Goldblum or Christopher Lloyd, the masters of like ex- just exposition mm-hmm. and like narrative necessity. The, and you don't even know they're doing it. That's how good they are. Mm-hmm. Whereas in everybody in this movie, basically like you need to have like something you can click on so you can see the scene later that it's going to apply to. Mm-hmm. Everything. And it was just so obvious. And I'm going to say it really was that obvious, not just because my children picked it up because they're, you know, unusual. 
I think virtually anyone would pick it up because it hits you over the head with it. I, I would I would also argue that anybody stupid enough to make a park out of dinosaurs, as they did with Jurassic World, after the catastrophic failure that was Jurassic Park, like mm-hmm. I think it had like a hundred and seventeen percent fatality rate or mm-hmm. something like that. And then the incident on Site B and Jurassic Park Three, and they're just like, you know what? No, no, we got these, we got the, the bugs worked out of this thing. Okay, we're good. We're gonna we're gonna do Jurassic World. It's bigger, and the dinosaurs aren't gonna eat people. Oh, they ate them. Oh my goodness, they ate them. All right, I know that mm-hmm. we should not have genetically bred a T Rex and a Raptor together uh, yeah. with a shotgun or something. Um, do you think we should do that again? And why do they worry about the pterodactyls? They can fly off the island. They're they're murder birds. Like, yeah. And then they show them like pelicans. It's like, no. I, I'm like, that thing is not... Do you not remember what they did in the last movie? They were dive bombing people and then just like eating them, like just stabbing their beaks and yeah. their bodies. Mm, it's... Oh. Uh, that was fun. And the guy uh, who plays Nick on... Uh, Oh, that girl's Marlo Thomas. It's New Girl. Okay, yes. That guy. He was in Jurassic World. I expected more of that. Just sly commentary that was fun. Like, he wore an original Jurassic Park shirt. And, and he was he was I, a really fun part of that movie. I was not a tremendous fan of Jurassic World. I will not lie to you. But by comparison, its sequel makes the first film seem subtle and almost nuanced. Yeah. This is uh it just it, it's it's a case of them going, you know, you know, it worked when we turned it up to 10 last time. What if we add more? Turn it up to 11. Like on the island. I'm I'm just curious. Who who was it that was like dinosaurs aren't danger in a, dangerous enough anymore? You know what we need? A fire mountain. A fire mountain erupting mm-hmm. behind dinosaurs. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, my goodness. Like, guys, like, what? Yeah. Holy cow. There's a there's <laughs> there's an auction inside the indestructible castle. It, it's like Wayne Manor for auctioning yes. Yes. illegal, terrible, like, bastards of like the genetic world because mm-hmm. it's even it's got like a sub level and it's got like all the like it, it's it's evil wayne manor yeah essentially. that's exactly what i thought yeah. when they went down there it's like oh it's a it's a bat cave that no one else knows about but this guy and so they auction stuff off and i just right and then the people from all the other countries are going to take these animals to weaponize them, and yet there's this one I'm going to call the dog-like dinosaur that was played for comedic effect. No. I don't even know what to say about that. It was like a giant parrot that acted like a bulldog. I'm I, I like I said I I don't know if it's the inexperience of the person they had directing um, this time, but like. The the film like it, it almost seems like it changes genres mm-hmm. mid midway through, and then of course it's set up for a sequel. Well, no film today is yeah. is satisfied with having a story like be contained, having a a first act, a second act, and a third act. Close that act out. Let the credits roll. 
like within a two hour or let's even be generous and say a two and a half hour time. Sure. If you are not setting up four other movies these days, like you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. But you've seen the best parts of this movie in the trailer. Honest to God, you have. And it is a really cool shot to see this jimongous whatever behind the surfers. But let's let's make this real. But you also have a preview for a movie that seems to be doing the exact same thing yes. before Dread. Like what yes. is it? The Meg, the Mag. The Meg. Yeah. Yes, the Meg looks the Meg looks Which is like, not a spin off of Family Guy no. as <laughs> not, I wanted I would it watch to that. be. <laughs> <laughs> the Meg is about it's a megalodon. And it looks like it it looks like it's a step above Sharknado. But it knows that it's goofing on these. It's not an open parody, but I got the sense that I it will laugh at it, it. Yeah, it understood what it was. Unlike Jaws, that is that is a pretty serious film. Yeah, uh, but well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like the fir- okay, again, like to bring up Jaws and Jurassic Park. These are just master classes in tension. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I think there is all of like maybe fifty five effect shots in the original Jurassic Park. Um, I saw it whenever they uh, re-released it in 3D, I want to say in like 2012, mm-hmm. maybe 2013. Um, like digitally converted up, up to four, just gorgeous, looked gorgeous. The movie still plays today. Mm-hmm. But like as I'm watching, like in my, and I think it's because a lot of it is left up to your mind. I remembered all of these scenes in the movie that didn't happen. Like in the same way that Hitchcock, like, got a uh, a higher rating because of Psycho because there's like oh, there's all that blood and stabbing in the shower scene in Psycho and he's like no there's not yeah there's not there there's not like it cuts away you you put that in there and you that's what Jurassic Park is mm-hmm. and it doesn't use its technology solely because some like the, the whole speech that Jeff Goldblum goes to, just because you, you had a thing you didn't you didn't think like should 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 we do it. I know. And that is what exactly what Jurassic World is. Jurassic Park, like, the the technology is there to support this story. And you have a master storyteller. And I'm not criticizing any of the other directors that have tried to follow these films up. Uh, A lot of them are are genuinely talented people, but they're not Steven Spielberg. Like, Spielberg is like a a hyper-realistic... Alfred Hitchcock meets Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's as talented as the two of them combined. Yeah. And that's really the only person that could ever make that movie. And even when Spielberg himself tried to come in and make a sequel to Jurassic Park. Oh, it I will, ticked me off so much. I, I will grant you that The Lost World, Jurassic Park, is not as good as Jurassic Park. But I think it does not get a lot of respect Simply because it's the Godfather 3. Yeah, and because the book of The Lost World, Michael Crichton, the book was radically, amazing. And radically different from... Yes. In now, the, I mean, uh, did, did feature Ian Malcolm. And that's about it. Yeah. But in the book, the dinosaurs camouflaged themselves. And it was just as suspenseful as the raptors opening doors and just, you know, oh, The Lost World really gets me because of that. And the product placement was just too Philip sixty six much, but <laughs> now the, the the scene I will always point to when they're just like eh, and and I, I the when the two the two T Rexes mm-hmm. get set off and they're rescuing the baby in the from lost the, world yeah in the lost world from which uh, is not the movie that we're reviewing what 
What would you call that thing? The it's kind of a, like a, a a carrier. Like, yes. I don't know exactly what sure. it is. they start pushing it off the side of the cliff. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Like it, like again, it's just the tension. It's just taut with it. Like I mean, you can cut it, like just cut the air with it. It is so. Oh yeah, it had moments. Be like you can tell that Spielberg is definitely in there, but he had also just taken four years off from doing the back to back success of Schindler's List and Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Like who does that in the same year? Yeah, that's true. So here's the basic outline. You've got what seemed to be the solid relationship between the two main characters. They're not together because one or the other thought one of the other broke up with them. Stupid, stupid, stupid. A lot of these movies have to undo the thing that they put together at the end of the previous film because they don't know how to build the relationship further, doing it in a naturalistic way. So they're just like, we got to reset this to zero. All right. Like the same reason why, like you get the, the, uh, erasing Lois Lane's memory at the end of Superman two. Mm. Like you, you have those that they, they reset the clock so that they can keep using that formula and do it as many times as it works in the sequels. And I think Jurassic world, while, there, there are some creative, interesting elements in it. I think a lot of it is lazy sequel writing. Oh, that's for sure. And I mean, it's made, I don't know, $700 million worldwide. It made, made, made less than the first Jurassic World. But the first Jurassic World also had the benefit of the, the franchise being dormant for, what, 15 mm-hmm. years? And Chris Pratt coming right off of Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and was it, had he done Lego Movie at that point, or was that after? I know he did those in really close succession. I think it was before. I think Lego Movie was right before. Like he, I mean, he was, he was hot. Yeah. Like at that point. It still is. Anyway. Different hot. Different hot. (laughs) But the story is that the island, the volcano is going to blow up and the island that they're all on, they can only save a few of them. The pandering of the, the death of the herbivore, it's just seriously, just... I I do I like a little subtlety in my movies and like I should probably shouldn't go to the theater in the summer and For expect subtlety. it but I mean like it just it, it basically gets a frying pan and tries to smack you with it. And it's like, mm-hmm. you better cry for the Brachiosaurus. Cry. It's going to wobble one way. Ooh, it's early. And then everyone's looking at it. And then they say nothing. It's dying. And there's a lot of fog. Just, uh, or smoke or whatever. It It really bugged me. Just It just flew all over me. And then... Here's another issue. So let's say the island's going to become uninhabitable. You already have big sea creatures hanging around there. Right, right. I don't really know what happened in the first scene about something being shut or not. I don't. It was dark, and there's a lot. They opened of, up. They opened up the the gate or whatever. Something. So and the, the the sea creatures are out. The sea rex. They're out. The flying ones are out. I'm sure uh, uh, some of them, you know, the little the little baby triceratops might be swimming somewhere. I don't know. But some of them could very easily have survived the volcano that destroyed the island. Just wanted to put that out there. But on top of it, this comes to the same question the first one brought that uh, Jeff Goldblum's character says, we know how to do it, but should we do it? 
So should we save these animals is what that, it comes down that to. We, we, st- we, we interrupted the natural evolution of these creatures. Mm-hmm. Like they were dead for several million years. We brought them back. Yes. So here's the reality of that. Let's pretend that's all real. So you're going to allow, what are there, eight dinosaurs? I, I believe I believe the, the final count they said they got off the island was like 11. Okay, but then you got a few that are dead. Sure. Okay. So a handful of dinosaurs, you're going to let them... A baker's dozen. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to let them loose in Northern California, and no one is going to have an issue with that. Or, like, just kill them. Yeah. Um you you're telling me like the National Guard like the the Marine like nobody can just go in and I'm again I'm not saying like you just need to go in there and like murder all these animals. No. But we can't contain them like Correct. we can't zoo them like we I mean maybe the little headbutting dog dinosaur but yeah for the most part for for the good of mankind no one is going to say yeah we have to let them free because they're alive. Like, there's not a sanctuary we can take them to, like, literally. Australia. Australia. Anywhere. It, I mean, it was a penal colony at Australia. one point anyways. We'll just be like, guys, we're bringing it back. I mean, they've got monstrously large bugs there. But seriously, that's that's what you're supposed to believe. And that's not even a question. Well, again, if it was like 400, like, dinosaurs, like, okay, all right, 400 dinosaurs, I'll grant you that. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of dinosaurs. But like, I mean, we're not even, and, and again, I've never faced off one dinosaur. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. True. We don't actually it, know it, what It's 12, about. but there's, I don't know, 350 million people living in the United States. And you're telling me that like whoever the, is the president in the, the continuity of these movies wouldn't just like get in there and just be like, we cannot allow these dinosaurs mm-hmm. to run rampant in <laughs> Las Vegas. They will eat our chowder. They they will eat our children. Like, <laughs> exactly. What? So it's just, it's not just suspension of, of disbelief. It is preposterous. Like in, in the lost world, we they had a T-Rex running around. Just the one. And people were losing their ever-loving minds about mm-hmm. it. But, oh, we're going to have... A, the, and what are the little things that go... <laughs> the compies? Okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> they, they're everywhere. Yep. There's just, just, just like... They're going to be they're gonna be like the bugs in Men in Black. Yeah. In the, the sequel. He's going to be like, hey, the wapa, what do you do? And they're like, what? They can talk now? Of course they can. So we had a lot of problems with this movie. I, uh, again, I like seeing the dinosaurs... And the dinosaurs. Which, I mean, genuinely, like, the, the kid in me that uh, uh, just yeah. fell in love was just enraptured with the first movie. That's what keeps me going mm-hmm. back. Like, I I still like seeing T-Rexes. Like, I I, I still... Seeing that, like, it, it it's like the, the version of old Hollywood. Like, when you saw Paul Newman, like, in a movie. That's mm-hmm. what the T-Rex or the Raptors, I think, are kind of, but in the parlance of, like... Uh, Special effects. Yeah. I love seeing them. Like when in the original Jurassic World, when like the Indominus Rex is just throwing down and like the Raptors aren't going to be able to take them. And then Bryce Dallas Howard goes down to the paddock and gets out OG Rex. I was just like, 
<laughs> I just closed my eye. I was just like... It was heavenly. Because I knew what she was doing. As soon as she popped open that the flare, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, she's getting the Rex. Yes! Like, it, that, that was a beautiful moment. But you see, in the first one, T-Rex is, is the bad guy. But in all the others, in this century, T-Rex becomes... The good guy. And it's like, we're going to make a bad guy dinosaur now because we have to make a new one because we've already made this one a bad guy. So T-Rex keeps saving the day and saving the day. It, it's kind of what eventually like Schwarzenegger in the Terminator films. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like in the first one, he is that he's the unstoppable like, yes. murder bot. Like he you, he will not stop until you are dead. But in the second one, he's the good robot. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that the, eventually they kind of turned the well I mean even the raptor to a certain extent. Like oh, exactly. blue kind of being almost having his own personality like or as much as you can. Uh, okay, I guess the part that I was not as annoyed with was seeing the training films of the young raptors and that, Chris Pratt's I, character. I could have watched that yeah. and explored a little bit I, more. I could have pretended it was a documentary and just watched that. If if you have a talent like Chris Pratt and like, I mean, honestly, like this guy is is capable of like doing like he's got some serious comedy chops. Like, oh yeah, he's a believable action star. And like, I'm not saying you need to throw him something heavy like you know Munich or something like mm-hmm. that. But like, give you can give the guy something to act. He knows how to perform. That's right. And even in that instant, like I guarantee you, he had a bunch of like tennis balls mm-hmm. that he was acting against there. But those were some of the most engaging scenes in the movie. Yeah, they really were. And yet. They're being played on a computer that the little girl is watching. She hears people. She goes and hides. It's still playing. They don't notice it. It wasn't playing when they left. And I'm like, where's the discovery? Why aren't they? Continuity is not not something this film labors under. Like, okay, if you've seen, um, okay, X-Men 2. Or like any of any of Brian Singer's X Men movies, the action in that is very deliberate. This this tumbler has to fall into this place so that this thing can like everything that you see on the screen is informing you of something. And like a lot of action movies don't do that. And like I don't like to pick on him all the time, but we're going to Michael <laughs> Bay. Like I don't think he cares what's going on in those movies. He's just like guys. It has been five seconds since I've seen something blow up. And <laughs> I, up really guys, good. I don't see like an incendiary something or <laughs> napalm go into the air. I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay. <laughs> the- yeah, I just imagine him at a at a backyard barbecue with his lighter fluid. <laughs> <laughs> this burger's done, and they're like, Michael, Michael, burn the burgers again. <laughs> the, the action in this film is not very, it's not strategic. Like I said, like, no. when, when Singer does an action scene, like I said, everything is very, very specific. Like, when this thing happens, you have to pay attention because he's going to cut away to this, because now this can happen. Like, the logic of the scene is, is very apparent. Whereas in... In in this movie, it's it seemed like ten minutes from off the coast of Costa Rica to Northern California. Yeah, from boats to we're just going to drive up the driveway and we're here at the castle. What? I, it not did even. You not, did you not have to pass by like any? I, let's say a McDonald's or you nothing. Know, a Lowe's or a, you know a Kroger or something, and people just like, well, oh my, they have large iguanas in the back of those trucks. <laughs> The movie is sadly disappointing. Now, I can't recommend that you 
pay actual money and take yourself to the theater to see it. However, when it's on TV, you can... If you have the opportunity to red box it. Yeah. Or, or something, or like, if, I don't know, they're probably doing some kind of giveaway with cereal. Like if you get two box tops or something, like you get a ticket, I'd, fine, do it that way. Like you eat enough Cinnamon Toast Crunch to get yourself to Jurassic World, mm-hmm. go ahead. Here, I did not come home and pre-order this movie on Amazon. No. And I, uh, I'm i not going to follow it on Roku. I the, the only way I will probably end up owning this film is like when they do the next Jurassic Park. Like I got the 4K like Jurassic Park 25th anniversary, mm-hmm. whatever that was. And Jurassic World was in there and Jurassic Park 3 was in there. And I mean, they, so they were. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm not going to watch them in 4K. Um, but I have them, mm-hmm. and I have the digital versions of like the film that I will and have to this day what, that continue to revisit is the original Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the sequel because it it is just chocked full of like creamy, delicious gold bloom. Like just <laughs> it's it's a Twinkie with a gold bloom center. Like not it's not it's not healthy like the original was for you. Like yeah. it's not as good, but man, like. That there's enough Goldblum and enough Spielberg in that movie that I, it offsets the things that it doesn't do as well mm-hmm. as the original did. And Goldblum in in the early Jurassic's, he's, he's rock star Goldblum. He's sexy black leather Goldblum. You know, he's he's. <laughs> you know, you know what else I love about him in the original Jurassic Park? What? Like you've got uh, Laura Dern arguing like with John Hammond about like, well, what about you know men and women in dangerous situations? And she's just like, really, John? Jeff Goldblum is the one that has the open shirt, uh-huh. who is very uh, sexually displayed. Yeah, like sitting there, I, like that that nice little role reversal. Like Laura Dern is more; she is the one that gets Jurassic Park. Back online with help, with help from like other mm-hmm. people, but she is she is the the driving force in that. While Jeff Goldblum is the one that is again like sitting back at the base, very, just very provocatively. Like, <laughs> I I can see someone just lording over him with grapes, you know, by the way he's yes. laying there, like he is very Caligulian. Yes, Caligulian. Yes, yes, very much so. We really enjoy him. Yes. A lot. He should know that. I'll have to call him. Anyway, uh, so Fallen Kingdom, um, I'm not going to say hard pass. I'm just going to say pass. If, if you're a completionist like, and you just need to see dinosaurs yeah, I had to see it. on a huge screen, I mean, it goes like... I'm not going to say like you're just going to be mad you did it, but you need to temper your expectation properly. Right. Go in with zero expectations. And like, I mean, if you if you want to see big lizards stomping on things and humans screaming when they do it, mm-hmm. like you will not be disappointed. Like if you want to see a film like comparable to the first Jurassic Park, you're, you're, you're not going to. I mean, it's I mean, it's not even as good as Jurassic World. And again, no. I wasn't even a huge fan of Jurassic World. I watched it. I saw it. I, I liked a lot of stuff that was going on there but i was just like all right all right and raptors this- chasing him on a motorcycle how fun is that 
But I think he even references. He's like, yes. What? What? Uh, like, are you? Do you like danger? And he's like, I was riding through the jungle on my motorcycle with raptors at my back. And he's just like, we can't be friends. We don't. Okay. Uh, we don't that, like the same things. That that was one funny line. And the other one funny line was as he's being sent away, as in the trailer, he turns to Bryce Dallas Howard and says, "I just want you to know, if I don't, I don't make come it back, back, you're the reason that I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious. And I will, I, like I said, I, I don't know because I wasn't there and I haven't read the, the script. I will almost guarantee you that's Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like, I, that was a not funny. He guy. Was, Chris, they just let him, they were like, okay, we got the take from the script. Uh, Chris, do you want to, do you want to play around a little bit? Like, because I've seen the outtakes from Parks and Rec. Like, <laughs> I can only imagine the hours worth of footage they've got from the Lego movie. Like or like the the stuff that that Disney looked at and just went, yeah, guys, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is not an R rated comedy. You can't say any of that. Now, what I would like to see is the outtakes from Guardians of the Galaxy and and Lego and the two Chris Pratt Jurassic's. I want that packaged for my viewing. Just the outtakes and just for fun because Disney owned a lot of what you just said. Um, let's throw in the Robin Williams outtakes from Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Like the stuff they were just like, they, they had to put their, their hands Gilbert on Godfrey the mic to cover too. it and just going, Robin, at best, we can get a PG on this that you, the kids aren't going to get that joke. And I'm pretty sure the parents that aren't laughing at it are going to be offended at that. And he's, yeah. he's going to be like, all right. Because you, I mean, I, I've watched this man live. There is no way he didn't slip up and have oh, yeah. more than a couple curses or make several. And by several, I mean several hundred inappropriate jokes. They're like, uh, just go back. Uh, Robin, let's go back to that when you're talking to Jafar. Please don't um, make inappropriate gestures or imply anything. Um <laughs> about Jafar like that uh, can, from the top. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, I would watch that. Um, and you know, you know, it's sitting in the Disney vault somewhere. Yes, it's. I think of that like I think of what's in Prince's vault. Just holy cow! Uh, I want Kevin Smith to be handed everything in Prince's vault and just let feed let it him, to me. Let him do a podcast, Please. about all of it. If you uh, enjoy Kevin Smith and uh, Prince and, I don't know, laughing, that show that Kevin Smith does where he's talking about when Prince hired him to do a documentary on Prince. It, yeah. It's almost as entertaining as the time Kevin Smith talked about Bruce Willis. <laughs> yes. Like, it, it goes... It, it, and by the way, I have spoken to Kevin Smith oh, in well, person. So, in a way, we're connected again. The, the the if you don't know what the the two of us are talking about, uh, Kevin Smith was in Live Free or Die Hard as the warlock, <laughs> which eventually led to a conversation with Bruce Willis saying, "Hey, we should do a movie together." And they did a movie together um, that ended up being called um, Oh dear, Cop Out. There we go. Oh yeah. Um, not not a particularly like strong film in either of their filmographies, though Tracy Morgan uh, like does have some some bon mots like to to throw in there. Kevin Smith's commentary about what happened <laughs> during both of those movies is uh, is more entertaining than the fourth Die Hard and Cop Out.
<laughs> like seek it out. I it, it's on. I, I think it's on one of the evenings with Kevin Smith. I yeah, think. it is. Oh wow! Like it's. Uh, I I will I will preface it with saying this: Kevin Smith starts out loving Bruce Willis. By the end of it, yeah, he is not a fan of Bruce Willis. Unfortunately, because I feel the same way. And he started out loving Prince, and then he realized he's just a weird dude. Well, I, th- I think he always knew that. Yeah. But, and th- they say don't meet your heroes, you know? So, uh, I I have a close friend who spent two weeks at the, uh, oh, geez, George Lucas's place, the ranch. Right, right. He said it really wasn't pleasant. Really wasn't pleasant. Now, he does not say that it was as bad as the two weeks in the 80s he spent with Donald Trump. Because I heard about that long Years. before he ran. <laughs> and it's just as in Trump would not even speak to him at all. Much like Bill Cosby. Wouldn't even speak to him. Well, again, in again. retrospect, yeah, that's probably best. Yes. But George Lucas, I had such hopes. I was like, eh. I, I can see that that man would be uh, unusual. Yes. Like, I mean, not in the Michael Jackson way that like, <laughs> Michael Jackson never had a normal life. Like, he was in the Jackson, like, how old was he when the Jackson 5 neither was- Neither did Shirley Temple. Uh, well, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I just listen. Like- <laughs> Broken clocks are right twice a twice a day, Jane. Okay, but I mean, like Mike, that kid just—I mean, when you can walk into a room and just be like, "Ah, uh, can I leverage the things that I own to buy the Beatles catalog?" And you can do it. Like you don't understand what normal life is like. You don't understand about losing your job. Like yeah. you don't understand about having to make a mortgage payment. But like, he understands about losing his nose. So. Which is a problem that I'm going to say less than 1% of mm-hmm. the population of the galaxy has. Yeah. And we love Michael Jackson, but still. Oh, yeah. The, the man's Weird. brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Like dancer, singer. I'm I'm not commenting on that. I'm just saying if you were to have a sit down with that man, mm-hmm. pr- probably, probably come out the other end just puzzled. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, we need to come up with a show that's just our thoughts on other things. Or or in the next Jurassic Park, they add Michael Jackson and Prince's DNA to dinosaurs. <gasps> <laughs> the t- the so, T-Rex moonwalking. I'm I'm just pointing like I wouldn't want to see already, that. It's pretty preposterous as it is. Yeah. Like it I'm just saying, like, we can clone humans. Why don't why don't we just talk like instead of the Indoraptor, we got the Jaxaraptor or mm-hmm. like we, we got we got the Princessaurus or the the the, the Indo Princess. The like I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, no. Wait, all the all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are Our girls. Sauruses. The Indo Princess. Like, there you go. I'm just I'm writing this thing as it goes. I'd see that. <laughs> anyway, we both sat through Fallen World Kingdom, whatever. Fallen World Kingdom. Broken hopes is what I'm calling it. <laughs> Jurassic Park broken hopes. I like that. That's that's appropriate. So, what are we seeing next? What's the next big one coming out? Um, it's either Tag or yes, yes. I think I think it's Tag. Yeah. And then one of the Mission Impossible, the Fallout yes. Mission Impossible, and 
I don't my my brain is stopping. Tag, I have read nothing about Tag. It looks entertaining and the kind of thing that would make me chortle. Yeah. And I don't think there are any dinosaurs in it, but I'm not expecting that. So Yeah. So there there that will be. Yeah, I, that that's really all I need for it. So, anyway. <sighs> Thank you so much. <laughs> this is parental guidance suggested and the latest Jurassic Park film world we have to give a pass on. I would we agree. We just do. Yeah. I would agree. Anyway, I'm Jane Ellen and I'm Adam Cravens.